Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. It's time for All Systems Goku. I'm Jeff Gerstmann. I'm joined by Dan Reichert, who is out in New York. That's me. I'm here in the anime corner in New York City. That's right. New Namek out there uh, getting it done. Uh, I'm here. We are back uh, to talk about Dragon Ball Z Kai. Uh, what is the stretch here? It is episode 67 Six- through 71? 71, I yeah. believe. Yes. Um, so we are, man, I, I, hmm, I am confused when you think about the way people name sagas and all this other stuff, all the stuff I've heard. And you talk about the Android saga and, and the cell saga. And now we've, is this both at the same time or I'm not even sure where we are. I kind of like that because everything else has had such clear cut starts and and stops like, okay, the, uh, the saying thing's done. Now it's time for Frieza. And I thought we were going to do the same thing where it's like, okay, now the the androids are going to go until they try to kill Goku. We do that whole song and dance, then rinse and repeat with Cell. So I really like, like, obviously, we'll get to the introduction of Cell and everything, but the moving pieces thing where it's like the the, the androids are kind of tweeners. We don't really know where they're at. Like, they want to kill Goku. I guess we know that. Sure. But then Cell wants to kill them. So I think there are potentials for, like, alliances, and I, I don't really know who comes out on top. Probably Cell, since the next saga is named the Cell Saga, but I don't know if that means that he, like, ate the androids. Uh, basically, this could go a lot of different directions. I feel like with the with the androids being, uh, you know, having shown up in games, and well, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess you're right. I, I, I don't know either how this stuff will end up in terms of, like, will the androids, like, will, will 16, 17, and 18 all make it throughout the other end? Um, I mean, Yamcha's in the game. That, yeah, you're right, and, and that dude's but, fucking worthless, so... Uh, though relatively out of the way in this chunk of episodes. Except for he can apparently fly a plane, which I did not expect Yamcha to be able to do. I mean, Yamcha can fly himself. I, that's, you know... Oh, right. I imagine, yeah. you know, at some point, that's just, I can fly me, why can't I fly a plane? No? But that's but, like... Yeah. That's like saying because you can run, you can drive a car. I can do both. That's okay. It checks out. Yeah. I probably right. drive a car better than I run, honestly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um... So episode 67 opens with a lot of the stuff that I was talking about last week uh, in terms of being afraid of where this is going to go. Um, I like my time travel stuff kind of a specific way, and I, I don't much care for the way they're doing it here. What, what's your favorite time travel story? Um, I don't know. For me, it's not even about... like I also don't think a lot of time travel stories are great, but the thing I do like is... The idea that you change a thing in the past and it changes things immediately in the present. So you don't like okay, so that's kind of the back to the future thing. Yeah. You don't yeah. you don't like the like branching, like, well, there's also a timeline where that never happened, but then there's this timeline where this happened. Is that what you're saying? Because that's more like what this is. Oh yeah, yeah. This this is like, hey, there's kind of infinite futures here in terms of choices that get made and, and as uh, as people travel in time the the splintering of the timeline which probably makes more actual logical sense in a way um it's also more confusing yeah yeah well i, I guess like i would rather like oh we changed this thing in the past and now pop we've popped over to this other timeline and the story is different that's that's the interesting like, thing about time travel fiction to me not like well we're fucked here but i guess we could go back and do this uh, so, so you're saying like the the instant like 
oh, we were, we were in this bombed out city, but then this thing happened that changed the past, and oops, we just woke up, and now the city's fine. Or, like, that or, type like, of thing. or oops, we woke up, and we didn't even know anything happened because that timeline never happened. I want to see the cause okay. and effect of time travel stuff, and and instead it, this deals with it in a more theoretical way of just like, well, this is going to fix it for some other timeline, but we're still here because this already happened. Uh, right. that stuff is, is the, you know, whatever it, it like, I want the, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess like we have a time paradox now and you know, I don't yes. like those. You want to avoid those. Yeah. Um, it's a game over basically. Basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Trunks is explaining this multiple timeline theory to everyone in the plane, I guess. Uh, and and he's just getting really bummed out and then everyone else is like, like cheers him up like, Hey, don't worry. It's going to be okay figure it out come on i feel like i feel like trunks is the only one that understands the like gravity of the situation and he's trying to convey it to everyone and everyone else is just dumber than him yeah that's probably that's i mean yeah he's the he's talking to the kame house people right yeah exactly and he's the son of vegeta and bulma so he's like science smart and also incredibly impatient deep down underneath those vegeta that that Vegeta like DNA think, probably makes I like to think Vegeta street smart. I think that's how I think of him. Sure, yeah, no Vegeta, you know, but also you know whatever he's like a he's he's the prince. He's high class. He's a higher you know. He's probably yes. he's probably book smart too. Yeah, he's the most capable and well rounded of maybe anyone on that show. He's the With no, some maybe insecurity and some emotional issues. Sure, I mean, wouldn't you be? I mean, you know, whatever. He's the yeah. fucking rich kid. Uh, prince that you know wants to be wants to keep it real uh yeah. but you know uh, but ultimately he's this high class guy you know he's, he's he's now he's out there doing the work he's out there punching rocks getting it done but you know he's had everything handed to him he's become super saiyan which yeah is basically like for saying that's like he, he like lost his virginity he's like all right i'm a man now i yeah. can really do this okay uh, yeah, yeah yeah he's getting stuff done yeah he's getting stuff done but but it's it's still somehow not enough uh we see the androids still out there looking for goku uh and then we get a good shot of, like not a lot of vegeta in these this five uh this 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 chunk of five episodes um but we do see him just standing out in the rain, freaking out, just opening holes in the fucking sky <laughs> and talking about how he's got no limits. Like he's the master P of planet Vegeta. Uh, and and that's kind of it for Vegeta for like another three episodes. It just, he's just staring up into a rainstorm for a while. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, kind of just realizing that he kind of just isn't the guy. He's not as powerful as he thought he was. The androids beat him, and and really, that's the 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 Vegeta's arc for the for this chunk of episodes, at least, is him just realizing, like, man, I ain't shit. What the? F how did this happen? But I don't get the sense that he's giving up. Like, I don't see we're we're not going to see like Fat Vegeta in his boxer shorts, like you know, drinking a bottle of whiskey. Like, I think he's still trying. He's just getting frustrated. Yeah, yeah, uh, very, very frustrated. Um, and then we get the revelation here that there is a second time machine, uh, which yes. was the thing. So that was the thing from episode sixty six. Is like, hey, next time on that I saw, I just went like, oh man. Yeah. Like, if which it's suddenly time travel on top of time travel, I'm just like, come on. <laughs> Although I do like when they uh, they're trying to explain to someone that's like in a plane or on a ship that there's a second time machine, and somebody's like, "Oh, I'll send you the photo," 
And there are screens all over the ship, this like control panel. Yep. But there's also apparently a printer, and it just prints out the photo yep. instead of displaying it on the screen. Yeah, you just grab it and print. And 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 Bulma, who has the photo, has a physical photo. So <laughs> yes. she's like putting that on a flatbed scanner, yes, scanning exactly. it, or is she faxing it. She's she's faxing it to them. I think she's got an app on that scouter she made, so sure. she can actually just look at it and it, like it auto finds the edges and everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That works. Um, and uh, let's see. Gosh. So, yeah, there's a second time machine. We don't necessarily know why they're going to head out and, and check it out. Um, and we get some, uh, you know, as, as so Trunks and Gohan and Bulma all set out to take a look at this time machine. There's some really rough frames of Trunks flying here. Some some pretty, pretty bad art. Um and oh oh right then uh so we check in on the androids we're uh, still driving a van even though like they don't have to right nope am i remembering this correctly that they just want to have a fun road trip yeah they just want to have a good time uh okay uh and one of the androids i feel uh, I, I don't keep track of the numbers uh is it 17 that's the guy is the girl 17's the guy and 16 is the big nature man yeah okay uh nature yeah. man android 16 Got it. Okay. Um, I think 18's the girl. Yeah, I think you're right. So I think 18 is is increasingly fed up with this whole fun thing, uh, but she does need some new clothes. Uh, so she, whatever. They're they're just road tripping, which is like that's a good time. Like road trips are cool. Yeah, I get it. Uh, but they get pulled over by the cops because they're driving a <laughs> stolen car. Um, or they, I guess they stop. Is it they stop and then get out? And the cops are like, "That's the stolen van, all right." I think they got pulled over. Okay. I seem to remember there being sirens and then being like, ah, shit, and they pull over and they handle it very well. They just, you know, show their license and registration. Everything goes great and they let them go. Well, the, the cop, no, that's not that's not what my notes say here at all. It says here. Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. It I says here they yes, all they, they, get handcuffed. They do, they do handle it very well. They get out and they go, oh, okay, and let the cops handcuff them. These cops are just like straight out of fucking Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. It's just Jackie Gleason-esque. <laughs> Uh, figure here. Like, I'm going to you some bit. I'm going to put you in the jail, put you underneath the jail. Um, uh, just, you know, dangling handcuffs from his finger. Mm -hmm. Uh, so handcuffs, all the androids and the androids are like, check this out. Fuck that. And <laughs> bust out of the handcuffs. Also, uh, grabs the cop car and throws it into a mountain. Yes. Uh, yes. Android 18 picks up the cop car, flings it into a mountain. Like she was a crackdown agent. Uh, <laughs> And they just get wow, back yeah. in the van and drive away. <laughs> they're just it's like, like fuck, fuck you. All right, fuck off, cops. And the cops don't have cars anymore. Yep. Like, and they're just standing there do? with their guns just going, shit, man. I, uh, okay. And the androids are like, well, we have a van. And also, if you somehow catch us, we'll just fly. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, do what yeah, you need we'll to be do, okay. cops. Uh, so at this point, like, uh, you know, they haven't really said uh, where the... Um, what the other time machine situation is. So I started trying to guess and started wondering if maybe the, you know, because these androids are stronger in this timeline than they were in Trunks' timeline, uh, I started to think, like, did they somehow get stronger in the future and then come back uh, and get deactivated by Dr. Giro and waking up? You know, is, is there some kind of, did they get stronger in the future and come back or something? That turns out to not be the case, but right. but I was trying to figure out what was, what was going on here. And this episode ends with... Uh, Trunks and Gohan and Bulma finding this time machine uh, and and it's a bad scene. 
Yeah, there's like a weird like alien coconut thing there uh, that's yeah. split in half, and they're like, "Well, this is probably like an egg," and it uh, it got away. Also, I've got to note that Bulma asks her son if she's still hot in the future. Yep. Yeah, that's weird. That's that's weird. But wouldn't you want to know? Yeah, don't ask your son. Yeah, well, yeah, don't ask your son that ever. Yeah, that's, that's not yeah. a that's not a thing to do. But that... yeah, find a find a wonder, find find to ask around. Just don't ask your son. Yeah, if you're hot. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good point. Um, so at this, at this point, them finding the egg actually made me think that maybe it was the androids because I thought they were thinking it was an egg, but maybe it was like the the brain holders like Doctor Giro had. Uh, oh right, looking at it, I was like, oh, is that is, did they take their things off and find better ways to hide their brain or I, you know, I just wasn't. <laughs> Was not. Uh, I'm 100 sold on the whole egg theory. This is a slow episode, but it's it's flavorful at least. Like it's you know it's it's a lot of stuff going on. Prior here. to the egg, I I was wondering if there was going to be like another trunks. If we were gonna have like another future trunks from a different timeline or a different age, and then we would have baby trunks and then two future trunks running around. Yeah, and I'm glad it just wound up being like a weird alien thing. Yeah, so it ends up being a weird alien thing. Uh. And it's like a, they they find like a carapace, like a like a you know it's it's shedding its skin as it goes. Uh, they determine that the the space the the time machine has been there for four years, so it's been there since one year before Trunks came for the first time. Yes. Um, Although the goop from the egg is still fresh, so it sounds like that fine like that was just sitting there for a long time, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, and then it burst out, or was it the goop from the like cicada shell? Yeah, yeah, it was the goop from inside the shell. Okay. So, so it shows this a little bit later on uh, when we when we see him kind of burrowing underground in this larval state and bursting out. Right. Because it seems like maybe he spent four years uh, underground growing. Um, <coughs> there's a great shot of Goku being uh, unconscious and the turtle at the Kame House being very concerned about Goku, yes. just kind of <laughs> sitting there staring at Goku. Um, <laughs> this wise old turtle seeing it all. Yeah, uh, they 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 collapse the um the the time machines back into capsules, and we get a really good on screen bun. Yes, that's uh, the like 1966 Batman word they put on yeah. there is the word bun. Bun. Um, yeah, that's yeah. the sound it would make. Yeah, that's that is definitely the sound a time machine would make if it was turning back into a tiny capsule. Yes. Um. So yes, the we we don't quite know what's going on with the bug uh, skin, the 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 bug thing. The bug skin is still fresh, uh, but they they don't know what you know what emerged from it or anything like that. Uh, we're we're well, left there. Well, Bulma freaks out about the concept of this crazy bug thing going around, and she just gets in her fucking ship and she's like, "All right, see you, young son. All right, I gotta get out of here." Yeah, she's like, "This is a bad. I, this, nope, not for me." And yeah, and you, you deal with this. Yeah, uh, which is probably pretty smart. Uh, and then we get a Android eighteen finally gets herself some new clothes, dresses up like a cowgirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's somewhere there's somewhere in like the Dragon Ball Z equivalent of the Wild West at this point between the accent on these cops. And yes. uh, her getting, you know, like uh, clothing with a lot of fringe on it. Um, yeah. And also the license plate of the van is 6969. So there is humor in this world, too. OK, yeah, that's uh, yes. OK. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, uh, and also as so she just puts on the clothes and, you know, kind of says, I hate them. And then but I'm but I'll, I'm taking them anyway. Gets like in the tassels. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Tassels. Yeah. She, yes. Uh be like a Mickey James outfit or something. Uh, and then uh, gets in the van, and then the guy running the clothing store runs out to try to get the clothes back. 
uh, and they just drive away. I think he he looks in the back and sees Android sixteen and just goes like, "All right, I don't, I actually don't want any part of this." Yeah, that was like twenty bucks. I'll just yeah. back off in uh, my store. And he goes back in and calls the cops and just says like, "There's clothes rustlers." <laughs> <laughs> That's what they are. Clothes rustlers. Yeah, the time traveling androids. Yeah, clothes rustlers. Clothes rustlers. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. Why not? Um, <laughs> so they've got the cops on their tail again, um, and then they very quickly dispatch these cops with. Uh, they clothesline two cop cars. <laughs> It's it's eighteen is like riding in Metal Gear Solid Four, taking out all the geckos. Yes, just like clotheslining cars, and it winds up being this whole like fucking Blues Brothers, like cop cars yeah. falling out of the sky type thing. Complete with a shot of a shot afterwards showing that the cops are still alive. Yes, and you know it's like oh that hurts a lot, man. Um, and this is the point when we start hearing about Ginger Town. <laughs> yes, which is neighbor great. town to Nikki Town. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Are there towns that don't end in town? Wait, there are ones that end in city, because I think it was like East City and North City we've heard about. Right. And then we've got Ginger Town and Nikki Town. Yeah, uh, yes, Ginger Town. So I guess Napa didn't kill all the news media because uh, <laughs> Bulma sees on the news that the inhabitants of Ginger Town have vanished. Uh, and there's a news crew there, and all the cl- it's like the rapture. There was like a Ginger Town rapture. Uh, it's 15,000 people. Yeah, and all the clothes are still there. There's just no yes. people. Uh, and, yeah. you know, so it's like a pile of clothes and a gun. So, like, they were trying to fight off whatever was taking them, but no. And, and then hot on the case, we've got this, like, Geraldo Rivera-type reporter that's yeah. going to, like, go in and get the scoop on what's going on, you know, boots on the ground. Yeah, and they're all immediately murdered. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she calls back to the comic house and says, you need to turn on channel 872, which is a pretty high number. I guess they have a lot of channels. They got satellite there, yeah. Okay, yeah. They get, man... They get. They probably get like the pop network and all that other stuff. Yeah, like MTV Eight. Yeah. Uh, Do they still have an MTV Two? Does that exist anymore? Sure. Probably. That probably turned into something, right? Uh, it's probably still MTV Two. You know. Now. Now yeah. I have to look. Now I have to look. Was there ever a three? Uh, there's MTV Tres, which is uh, a Latino themed MTV, oh, right. and then there was an MTV for colleges that I think might have been called MTV U. That makes the most sense. Uh, MT- I had to stop and think for a second if there was an MTV2 or if I was confusing that with EGM2. And there was both, is the answer. Turns out there was both. Yeah. Yes. Every two weeks, you got yes. an EGM. And then I when sure EGM2 did. showed up, it was like, this one's more strategy-focused because not that much happens every two weeks to make this a full magazine. Um, I feel like my uh, I had my subscription to Insight Magazine and then when that went out of business, I think they gave me like a second EGM2 subscription or something like that. Cool. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Not as cool as Insight. I had to learn what The Rock was playing on 64. Yeah. Uh, did you smell what The Rock was playing on N64? I, I smelled or, it. Okay. Yes, I did smell Great. it. And I learned all about the Son of a Beach ladies and what they were playing. It was okay. better live beach volleyball, it turns out. Oh, weird. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Did you see what Ice-T was into? I know he was on the cover of one of those. I don't think I read that one. I saw a thing where uh, Kid Rock was playing the Wu-Tang game, I think. Great. Yeah. I think that magazine lasted less than a year. Uh, it, a, it did. I think I have every issue. Yeah, it was a German publisher, Computech. They did MCV and all that other stuff, and they decided mm-hmm. this was going to be their big foray into the U.S. was yeah. to start. It was two magazines. It was There were two versions of Insight. Yes. Uh, there was the game-focused one, and then was it like a general media one? Yeah, or? I, think, I think that's what it was. Yeah, and or like, it wasn't great. One was more celebrity focused, and one was more celebrity gaming focused, or something. I don't know. It yeah, was, they were a floor below was, us. They they took some <laughs> of their, they hired away some of our people. 
yeah. at the time. How'd that go for them? Uh, it didn't. It did not go fantastic <laughs> for them. Uh, it did not go fantastic for them. <laughs> no. Uh, but whatever. Uh, let's see here. So yes, Rapture and Tommy Gen- and Piccolo. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, so Mr. Popo is still a problem, but he watches. Uh, Kami finally come to the realization that, hey, it's time to, for me to merge with Piccolo. This is, you know, I can just stand here and watch stuff. Uh, but but really, we probably need to join forces and you need to become a super Namekian. Um, Which I'm trying to figure out is... And I'm trying to figure out what this super Namekian is. I know it looks like Piccolo. He acts a little bit differently now that he's got Kami in him. But he also says that he is not Piccolo or Kami. What does he say? He says he is a uh, he's just a Namekian who has forgotten his true name. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, is there going to be a name or is it going to be some weird hybrid of, you know, Kamiko or something? I bet they just call him Piccolo. <laughs> it seems it seems like that over the next few episodes, they do just kind of refer to him as Piccolo here and there. Maybe not to his face, but. Uh, yeah, I feel I don't like know. they're building to something though. It's like what's like there are a couple times where it's like, oh, you know, who are you? What are you? And like they build it up, and it's like, oh, they're gonna tell us, and they don't. Like I feel like they wouldn't be teasing this so much if there wasn't something going on. My here. guess is that this is not going to pay off in anything meaningful. No, yeah, that's there's something <laughs> like, like most Piccolo things. Yeah, I, I feel there's something <laughs> about this that just seems like this is gonna be, you know, like they'll they'll just forget about it and and just call him Piccolo <laughs> at some point. I, I'm kind of like I don't get super excited about Piccolo's stories anymore. I thought he was pretty cool at the beginning, uh, especially before we met Vegeta. But they really don't do a whole lot with him. No, but he is now. I, I want to say he is the most powerful dude around um, when it comes to our good guy fighters. Uh, this seems like yeah. he is outstripping Vegeta now uh, with this. Vegeta lost his smile. Goku yeah. is like healing up. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I guess Piccolo is the dude now. Yeah. But he's kind of like Diesel in '95. Oh sure, you d- you know that he's the dude right now. But like business is down. Yeah, and, and yeah. Like, the, you know when when someone comes back from an injury or back from filming a movie or something like that, some, you know they're just gonna put the strap right back on him. Yeah, Goku is making that Lonesome Dove TV series. Yeah, uh, and and you know when he gets back, you know the 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 storylines are just gonna pivot right back over to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the tie, the way that they sh- I can't remember the cat's name, but every time they arrive or leave the overlook, the the Sky Palace thing, they always show that cat. And so when Piccolo takes off, this is a quick shot of the cat. And it's like a different angle of that when they show the last time on. It's right. like they had a whole different perspective yeah. on the cat with a cane just like looking. They've just got a, a whole library somewhere of just like footage of that cat looking at someone coming or going. And, you I know, think that's probably the smartest character. We, you know, he doesn't have to talk a lot. Nope. But I think he knows more than that. That dude just grows senzu beans. That's just <laughs> yes. that's all he does. He's just like, I'm just over here handling this senzu bean business. Like you guys do whatever you have to do and and do it. Do it because I know you're gonna need me. And yeah. I'm gonna get mine no matter yes. what. Um this uh, episode seems like the first time that Chi Chi has really seen the type of shit that her kid deals with in terms of like the actual <laughs> state of the world. Uh, right, and but she still sucks. <laughs> she's still she's never really in the thick of it. Uh, but isn't she also trying to like she's trying to like get Goku to enroll in a class or read like there's some part had some note about her trying to do something weird during all this. Oh yeah, she wants to make Goku study while he's like all laid up. It's like this is not the time for that. Mm. Yeah, well she brings a bunch of books for Gohan. Uh, 
and is is making him study for sure. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, about. Yeah, even though they're that. they're talking about like, oh, you know, here here's what we need to do. Like she's seeing the news and seeing like, oh, people are fucking dying. Like it's it's rough out here, and then this handful of people are the only ones powerful enough to even pretend to fight. But she's still like, no, you can't go. Yeah, you got to study. Uh, like Pythagorean theorem is yeah, more important. Exactly. What's the isosceles? A triangle a squared plus b squared equals c squared yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, and they do there's a quick shot of some math problems uh i believe it's in the previous episode when he is looking through those books and they as far as i can tell they're unsolvable no. um so we get a, a so a piccolo heads out to the city uh to ginger town uh where there is no one left and you see a silhouette of of what this of this new enemy uh, of this this whatever I was assuming this was going to be some kind of bug creature or something like this, and then I saw a silhouette and I was like, that looks like a Catman that I thought was only in Dragon Ball Super uh, or is in the game. I thought it, like for a sec I was like, is that Beerus from the game? Huh. But but Beerus wouldn't be in this because I think Beerus is only in Super. Um, is Beerus the like purple looking cat? Yeah. Okay, I've seen that in the game. Yeah, yeah. there's like it's like a silhouette that I was that I thought looked like that, but no, this is uh this is cell. Yeah. Uh and they show uh yeah, they they show a crazy bug version of cell that was not this is not how I thought cell looked, but this is imperfect cell. Uh Yeah, cell has made a couple of illusions even early on here about how like, oh, he hasn't reached his perfect form yet or whatever. So at some point he's going to have that weird beak thing removed and he's going to have more of a face, I'm sure. Yeah, I I think that's how it goes. That that's that's how that's how I know cell to look is to look more like a person and less like a bug. Um, Yeah. So like like a Mega Man boss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Not not a boss. Maybe like just an enemy running around in like the X series. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, That brings us into episode sixty nine and and. You know what? I think I said it before here, but Cell is just Serpentor. I don't really know Serpentor. So Serpentor, is that the Cobra Man? Uh, Serpentor is the the GI Joe is the Cobra Emperor uh, above oh. Cobra Commander uh, that oh. that they create uh, using the DNA of some of Earth's greatest warriors. There's a whole mini series in the cartoon where they go and steal DNA. They go they go tomb raiding. Uh, and uh, steal DNA out of a lot of different warriors like Sun Tzu uh, and Rasputin, like Alexander the Great and all this other stuff. And uh, something goes wrong, and they end up putting Sergeant Slaughter's DNA in there <laughs> as well. He uh, learned the Cobra Clutch? Yeah, yeah. Ex- oh, I know, no. I know. Sir- the so most dangerous. Serpentor is truly, uh, uh, truly troubling. Uh <laughs> And, and and yeah, so I but I can't remember if the one with Sergeant Slaughter's DNA is the one that doesn't work out. There's like there's a first attempt that just turns into goop, uh, and and yeah. the second one takes. And I can't. I think the second one is where they put in Slaughter's DNA. But anyway, okay. something they lose some DNA along the way, and Serpentor's not as perfect as they needed him to be. He's a little bit uh, a little bit uh, rage prone and kind of a dick. Uh, but also. You know, if you look at a picture of Serpentor, I mean, you know, he's kind of wearing a snake cowl and all this other stuff, but uh, he, you know, he doesn't look unlike Cell with his spotted, like, snake cowl and some of this other stuff. It's like, it's not entirely... There's some the green and yellow. We're seeing some of that. Yeah, like, yeah, I could kind of see it. Although he does have just a man's face, it looks like. Yes, he is a a man. Uh, Okay. Cobra Commander, I think around this time... Uh, is no he become he turns into a snake he was once a, he yeah, was once a man 
Uh, that checks out. Yeah. Uh, I, I was thinking at first that Cell was kind of like Shang Tsung because, you know, he was taken in. Like, he had the abilities of all these different warriors, but he doesn't, you know, like Shang Tsung, he doesn't change into the, the physical appearance. So it's probably more like a Dural or whatever the fucking thing was for yeah. Dead or Alive yeah. that yeah. they build in the, the test tube. Yeah, that Android like, there was thing. A while where, yeah, there was a while where every 3D fighting game, uh, or I guess 2D in Mortal Kombat's case, the boss was just, hey, they know everyone's moves. Right. Yeah. So, so here it is. Uh... Cell knows everyone's moves. We don't quite know how just yet. Uh, this is also the, the the point when I realized that the the voice of Chi Chi sounds like a voice actor that is in that I just is very distinct from an episode of Mystery Science Theater three thousand. They were watching a dubbed movie. I think it was Time of the Apes, and there's a woman okay. who is like admonishing these kids all the time. And I have to look it up. I have to find out if the voice of Chi Chi is is that voice because it's something. Just about that. Well, you know, you need to do like there's just something about her, like the the tone of her voice that just reminded me of that episode. I had the exact same thing with one of the bad guys. I don't remember if it was Cell or who, but like, have you seen the story of Ricky Rickyo? Yeah, you know the the warden that keeps all the mints in his eyeball. Yes. He's like, ah, Ricky. Hi. Like it, it definitely sounded like someone from Dragon Ball. Huh. Yeah. And like, I guess dubbing in Japan in like the nineties. I guess Ricky was probably like earlier nineties than yeah, this, but yeah. that guy was probably still getting work. Probably. That that yeah. probably that's probably the case. Um anyway, in this episode we meet the richest guy in Gingertown. <laughs> um, he gets fucked up. Yeah, he gets fucked up. And this bug is a dick. <laughs> yeah. Um He stabs people. Like he's the only thing that stabs people that I've seen in the show. Yeah, well it's like Trunk, he, Yamcha got Trunk's a whole punch through up. him and trunks, yeah. yeah. Uh you know, but yeah, this this just piercing sucking attack uh is is something uh piccolo shows up ready to fight uh and he just starts vibrating <laughs> uh with at, power with power yeah um and Wait. go on he says that he is uh cell's brother which i don't know if that's just something that we're going to see more of later or if cell is a namekian well but, cell, yeah. cell says that that he is piccolo's he says uh, you know yeah, Cell says I'm your brother. I think that's just uh, saying, "Hey, I'm made up of your cells, your DNA. Uh, okay. I, I have you. I, I have you inside me as well as Goku." And that's right, because that is the kind of the same conversation where he says, "Like, oh, also Frieza and Frieza's dad." Right. And all yeah. This yeah. Yeah. So okay. um, uh, you know, the the androids stop and notice this uh, blast from uh, Piccolo. Uh, you know, they're driving in their van somewhere, and they stop and go, "What's that? Oh, it seems like something more powerful than us." And the android goes like, "That's not possible." Whatever, and they're having fun on their road trip, and and they they kind of keep rolling. They do the bad guy thing where it's like, huh, "Looks like you're not scouter." But yeah, it looks, right. Oh, looks like Doctor Jerome must have messed up with your calculations because yep. that's not what that that's couldn't be possible. possible. Uh, that's again just dumb. Um, yes. And gosh, uh, I you know I feel like uh, you know powered up Super Piccolo needs some kind of like visual flair or something. Yeah, you know, like, like we got yellow hair at least with the Super Saiyans. Right, he needs like blonde ears or something. I don't I don't know what you do. Uh, you know, uh, change his eyes or something. You know, like, yeah, eye like red eyes yeah. or something. Something that that lets you know that that Piccolo is powered up and means business. Sunglasses. Yeah, sunglasses okay. would be good if he pulls out a pair of sunglasses and puts them on. And Steal the ones from Master Roshi. Uh -huh. Won't be able to look at porn for a little bit. Right, but it's important. And then also, will that make him immune to the solar flare? Because fucking oh, yeah. people fall for this fucking solar flare left and right uh, here uh, as well. Um, 
So, I, I do love that TN special move is just like a flashbang grenade. Yeah. It's just like, we have to get out of here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The uh, thing that helps him run away. And, and then even even then, there's a line later on where Krillin says like, oh, yeah, I know how to do that. So does Goku. It's not, yeah, yeah whatever. It's, it's easy. It's, it's First thing a, they teach you. Yeah. Not a, not a big deal. Tien's not it's really. It's like playing smoke on the water on guitar. Yeah. It's like everyone knows it. Um, so they fight for a while. Uh, and uh, Piccolo gets his arm stabbed and drained, uh, but manages mm-hmm. to shake loose. And I always love seeing Piccolo get an arm fucked up because I know where it's going. Uh, I'm stupid, so I did not see it coming at all. And when he did do the thing, I was like, "Oh fuck, that's right!" Yeah. Like I had totally forgot, totally marked out of that. Yeah, it's great. It's it's fucking fantastic. So they fight for a while, and, and Piccolo seems like he's gonna, you know, he, he's capable of winning this fight. Uh, and then he got drained, and then started just asking a ton of questions. So we get our exposition, yes, uh, breakdown here uh, over the course of the kind of the end of '69 and into episode '70. Uh, Cell kind of breaks down what he is that Dr. Giroux made him years ago. Um, and it took 24 years for him to reach uh, a state where he could be his, you know, b- that he could be powerful enough to then in the future kill Trunks, steal the time machine, come back in time to then uh, suck the power out of the other androids and o- other energy around there so that he could become perfect. Well, right. Well, Dr. Giroux, like, started the process of Cell's creation, but at a certain point was like, yeah, this, I don't want to work on this, and just left it in charge of, like, a computer AI. Yeah. And so... It was it, just going to take like, too long. he just kind of started it. Yeah, I think he was yeah, just yeah. like... so he, the computer, yeah. over years, was just basically building him in this tube, sending out all those tiny little fucking robots to, like, take Nano cell machines. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, nanomachines, that's the answer as to how, uh, how Cell has Goku's powers and... Uh, that was it, the Masenko, the the stuff that Piccolo can do, um, and, and all that sort of stuff is that they had nano machines that caught uh, samples of Frieza, Frieza's dad, uh, Vegeta, Goku, and Piccolo. I think is the list. They from a specific time period, right? Like it's when all that shit was going on on Earth. That's yeah. where all that stuff was taken. Yes, yeah, yeah. When they came to Earth, so yeah, and they they, they said, "Oh, we could have easily gotten Trunks' uh, DNA, but we had enough Saiyan cells at that point. We're okay." Right. Um, which seems like a pompous thing for an android to do, but there you go. Um, but they need seventeen and eighteen. That's the the missing pieces of the puzzle here. Right. Uh. So then I realized at this point, this is like another time travel thing that kind of just like made me shrug a little bit and just kind of like, so you, you realize like, Oh, they've got 24 years to blow up the lab and stop cell then. But I guess that wouldn't stop cell because he's already here. He would not vanish right. from the timeline, all that other stuff. Um, right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so and he had to revert to the larva state. We learned that at this point, like for some, like I think to fit inside the time machine, was yes, that the deal? Yeah, he had he, to turn he, into the egg. Exactly. He would not have fit inside the time machine. Uh, if, right. if not for the the going back into his egg form, so he kind of pushes the button and then goes back into an egg and and travels back in time, burrows right. into the ground, uh, and then has only recently emerged. Uh, so basically, they exchange a ton of story info here, uh, and sells an idiot for giving all of this away. Uh, yes. and and then Piccolo does the thing where he's got his like drained <laughs> like empty balloon arm, uh, like asparagus that's been in the oven too long. Yeah, he just grabs it, tears it off, and goes, check this shit out, bah, and creates another arm, and Cell goes, shit, fuck, man, what? <laughs> why, why did I tell you all that? I forgot all about, ah, you play, ah, jeez. That's your whole thing, that's your main move. Yeah, you'd think that Cell would have known that. Um, yes. 
but then Cell uh, also uses the solar flare and escapes. Yes. Um, so it's to find the androids. Yes, yes. To, he knows to like find oh, the shit. androids. Yeah, yeah. In his current state, Piccolo could maybe take him out. So got to get stronger with the androids. Right. Uh, and so this is where I kind of realized that okay, Cell is an android with a power level. Like they can't track the other androids, but Cell, you know, for for whatever reason, because he's got the cells of. Goku and all these other fighters in him does emanate a power level, but also knows how to suppress it. Right. Uh, so he takes off and hides and 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 gets away. Uh, also, I really like whenever Cell is kind of scampering somewhere, whether he's like flying or running. There, there is kind of a more of a weird scampering nature to him that like he, he moves differently than all the other bad guys. You know, we've seen a lot of like disappearing and flying around the sky and stuff. He's just kind of like, like this weird insect like run that I like a lot. Yeah, he is a creepy bug. I don't I don't like yeah. the creepy bug. It's creepy. I like him. Uh, it's creepy. Um, so let's see here. Uh, then, uh, yeah, so exactly. Cell starts heading off uh, trying to find the androids, but also needs to needs to level up before he can even face the androids. So he's got to suck down a few more cities, uh, which brings him to, in, in, which sets him off in the direction of Nikki Town. But first, he stands in the middle of a road and a battle ball bus uh, pulls up and honks behind him. A bunch of dudes in Legion of Doom shoulder pads yep. get out. Uh, yep. And they all get sucked off and killed. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you heard me. <laughs> also, I love that they're in full uniform on the fucking bus. Yeah, yeah, in like, pads like they left and everything. The field and yeah. they're like, all right, right out of the bus. Yeah, let's get. We gotta get out there. Um, you wanna take your spikes off first? Or nah, nah, no, no, we gotta get no, going. We have to get out of here. Yeah. Gotta uh, make some towns. Yeah. <laughs> so Vegeta's just moving further and further down the power rankings here. He shows up and uh, he he shows up to the to find Piccolo and and uh, now Tien is showing up. Uh, and and then Piccolo kind of lays out everything he learned from Cell. And as Vegeta is hearing this, like he's just internalizing all of it and he's just like, "Fuck, I'm I'm garbage. I'm a I'm a dump man. I got nothing. What have I been doing? I'm out of punching fucking rocks. I suck shit." I suck shit through a chain link fence. I'm garbage. Um, he needs to punch more rocks. They worked last time. Exactly. He needs to be out there punching more fucking rocks. Uh, and so he just like fucking leaves again. This <laughs> is just like, well, I gotta go train. I guess. Uh, I'm and 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 this is where we first hear about the idea of going beyond Super Saiyan. Yeah. Um. Which is what a, could that mean? Yeah, well, it's, it means you start yeah, throwing yeah. numbers at the end of it. I think yes, uh, yes, and, like the Kaioken thing. Yeah, uh, like all the Xbox Live gamer tags be doing. Um, and so he he just immediately leaves and and does not stick around for the fight uh, to, or to try to find Cell and all this other stuff. He's just whatever. I'm out. Uh, there's a really great little moment here that I think is one of my favorite things. In the series, so they they they're gonna split up and go uh, look for Cell. You know, Cell. They they realize that Cell needs to power up, so they also need to find the android. So that it becomes like, okay, oh, oh, you know, they're splitting up because they are they are going to go find the lab where where minuscule Cell is is being grown and blow that up. Even if it won't change right. this timeline, they're like, well, whatever, it'll. It'll it save hurt some things. other timelines, I guess, to take care of this. And, and they yeah. won't have to deal with another cell in this timeline 24 years or whatever right. uh, if if they do do this. So so they uh, Krillin and Trunks head off to go deal with that. Uh, and Piccolo is going to look around for, uh, for Cell. And Tien says, I'll stay 
you need the extra eyes. Tien, the guy with three eyes, says, you will need the extra eyes. And then there's a quick flash of Piccolo who smiles because that's hilarious. Oh, and he gets what Tien yeah. was going for there? Yes. Okay, I, well, I got the Tien line. That is how I, I read it. Piccolo, I didn't see Piccolo being like, ah, good one. Yeah, there was a good little just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> And then they drop it and move on. I'm like, very good. Nice. <laughs> well well done, Dragon Ball Z. Well done. Um, and uh, so in the bunker with uh, Trunks and Krillin, they find it. They find blueprints for Android 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, which they posit can be used, hopefully, to, you know, they, they realize if they can deactivate these androids before Cell can suck them up, that that'll be a thing. And Cell has realized the same thing. So, you know, time is is of the essence here. Um, so they blow up this bunker, uh, and Trunks then leaves uh, Krillin with the blueprints and says, hey, get these back to back to Capsule, get these back to Dr. Briefs, get them back to Bulma. Um, I'm going to go train with Vegeta. Uh, because if 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 I can really get beyond if, if there really is a beyond Super Saiyan, uh, I probably need to get there too. And you know we will train better together, even if my dad is a dick. Right. Uh, which takes us to Nikki Town, uh, where where Cell has uh, has shown up and has started uh, making people disappear. Yeah, he's just doing the exact same thing uh, at Ginger Town. Yeah, uh, just just clearing it out. Um, and uh, Krillin happens upon it like Krillin is heading back to the Kame house and manages to see Cell getting ready to kill a woman and her child steps in saves them they end up fighting on the top of an airplane yeah uh, this felt like a like a ninja gaiden sequence yeah I like this a lot yeah this, this was this was a pretty good uh chunk here and then uh uh Piccolo and Tian shows up and and then Cell escapes um we get Krillin's another head like put through the side of a yeah plane, yeah thrown through down. the side of a plane upside down which is pretty good a good brave Krillin here saving those people yeah. nice work uh, yeah, totally. And there's another news report where they refer to they they they're talking about Nikki Town and they say the Ginger Town Monster. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's really not a scary name. Yeah, at all. which uh, please listen to my true crime podcast. We break down who we think the Ginger Town Monster is. Uh, we've reopened the case files. We think we're going to try to figure it out. This cold case. Uh, who is the Ginger Town Monster? Uh, brought to you by this mattress company, Squarespace. Yeah. Um, Goku is awake. That's kind of the next thing that happens here. Doesn't really do a lot. Like, I feel like this was a good episode to end on because it is the, like, okay, well, he's awake. Shit's going to happen next time. We're already talking about the, like, Beyond Super Saiyan stuff. Goku is talking about it now. Yeah. Uh, so, Go- like, I think this episode ends with, like, you know, making it very clear, like, images of Goku and Vegeta. And is it the narrator that's like, oh, is there something Beyond Super Saiyan? Right, yeah. But also... So he's awake. Chi Chi seems really happy about it, which I which was weird. It was weird to see Chi Chi like stoked about something uh, for a change, yeah. uh, especially something relating directly to Goku. Um, and he's like, "Oh, I I could hear everything while I was out. So don't recap the story," which I was very appreciative. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. thank you, thank you, God. Yeah. Um, and then, so you're right. There is this Beyond Super Saiyan thing. I guess the way this series has skipped time and stuff like that before, I, you know. Maybe this will go differently, but like if what I'm think what I'm looking at here is okay. We're at this situation where time is of the essence. We've got the androids. If we can get them shut down, uh, we can stop them, uh, and st- and then by that nature stop Cell. If we can stop Cell before he gets to the androids, Cell is stoppable currently. 
But Goku's thing, along with Vegeta and Trunks, is like, I'm going to go train for like a year. There's no time for that. Yeah. Um, and he should be like, at this point, he is super powerful, right? Or did he lose a bunch in the meantime when he was in his like coma? Well, I think he's he's as powerful. I mean, I guess he would be theoretically be somewhat more powerful than Vegeta uh, prior to this or, or kind of on par with where Vegeta was when Vegeta killed that first android. Unless, okay. unless the, the the thing I had I had wondered about, and I guess we don't know one way or the other, is would having this heart virus make him stronger the way getting beat up does? I would think so, right? I would think, uh, you know, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? Whether it's a heart sure. virus or a dude punching you in the face. But also, he's he's saying he needs to go off and train. So they're not like paying that off as like, oh, by the way, I got way more powerful image fighting yeah, ghosts like- in my head. Or, or you know what or whatever fighting off this heart virus like whatever the hell it is so yeah like it, in the fiction is that ever addressed or acknowledged that he is stronger at all from that I don't know I don't think I, it, yeah. it hasn't been yet well you know we'll, yeah. we'll see where it goes but I guess it, it it hasn't been and I suspect that's something that if if that was gonna be the way the way they were, they were gonna go he would have woken up and been like I'm fucking ready let's do this uh well he's he's pretty strong when he wakes up because he instantly throws his wife into the sky yep he'd be able to do that anyway that's true. That's, he did wake up that other time and launched her through a wall. Exactly. Yeah. That's yes. Just stay away from. Go- He's not a morning guy. Yeah. Goku. Not a. Yeah. yeah. Also, bad husband. Bad husband. Bad husband. Bad. Bad father. Um, Idiot. So that's where we leave it. Is uh, Vegeta and Trunks are off training. Goku is sounds like he's going to go off and train. And then we've got Piccolo and Tien off looking for Cell, and then. Krillin has, has is, brought the blueprints uh, to Bulma, and, and, and we get a shot of Doctor Briefs here, uh, chain smoking Doctor Briefs, who, uh, you know, great at speakers, not so great at these android blueprints. He's looking at it, just going like, yeah. "Ah, fuck, man, I don't, I don't know, shit, bro, this shit is, I don't understand any of it." And then you've got Trunks and Vegeta who are actively like thinking about going beyond Super Saiyan, but not yeah. really like they don't seem to have a lead on how to start that process yet. They're just kind of like wondering about it. Yeah. So so I guess they'll you know, we'll, I guess in the next block of episodes, I assume we'll just see them beating the fuck out of each other and then Goku punching rocks or, you know, or or yeah, well. Did you see the name of the next episode? Did you watch the the next time on? Uh, I have a doc up in front of me. It looks like it is. Uh, there's always two different ones. I think one yeah. is the Japanese. It's a surpass Super Saiyan now into the room of spirit and time. And then the other version is break the Super Saiyan barrier into the hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah. So hyperbolic time chamber. Uh, huh. I've heard that referred to before. I have no idea what it is. Uh, and I'm wondering if that'll be the thing that lets Goku spend a year inside some kind of chamber that only is like a day or or oh. something like that. Or so it stretches time out when in the real world. Who knows? Really Who fucking no knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How this is going to work out with that stuff. But it, it's it feels like time is of the essence. And it's really weird to me that uh, that the you know, these three Super Saiyans are just like, well, whatever you guys. Uh, we're going to go punch stuff and, and figure it out. But, but maybe that makes sense. Maybe that makes sense because, like, they want to fight, right? They don't give a shit if Cell levels up and all this other stuff because they just want to fight. Even if it's not yeah. voiced here, even if they don't, if the, there's no scene of Vegeta going, fuck you, let him eat those androids and become as powerful as possible so I can kill him so that then right. I can kill Goku. Uh, it, I, I think 
they know that like if he got that powerful, it would probably be far beyond where they're at right now. Yeah, but then they're training, and who knows how far they'll get. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. The the time travel stuff was a bummer in this block of episodes, but also, I, like, it only touched on a couple of times. So it, I I, th- I was worried that we were going all the way down the rabbit hole of, like, this is now going to be a full-on time travel story, and that's all it's going to be about uh, for a while. Mm. And Hopefully we've got most of that out of the way, and now it's just, like, the getting stronger and fighting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, if there is like a time chamber you can go in and train a year's worth in a day, that's a really convenient plot device to be sure. like, oh shit, how do we catch Goku up? Like, ah, throw him in a, I don't know, some fucking time chamber. Yeah. Uh, which I, I don't, I, uh, to be clear, I don't know 100% that that's what the time chamber is, but that sure is what it sounds like. It does sound like that. Yeah. Uh, if he's going to the room of spirit and time to surpass Super Saiyan, that seems like something that, that might, might work. I don't know. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out uh, next week when we check out episodes 72 through 76. Uh, And yeah, I don't know. I honestly, I was a little tepid on some of these episodes. Uh, There's like some good little story bits and stuff like that. But it's, uh, I don't know. The I guess maybe I was just too focused on the time travel stuff and like worried that it was going to go bad. It did not go bad. But the, the some of that stuff was like, uh, it's it's corny a little bit or, or it's it's not it's it's I'm not enjoying that stuff that much. I, I felt more that these these five were kind of like wheel spinning episodes where it's like, all right, we're kind of like introducing some new stuff and we're doing a lot of like info dumps and things like that without a whole lot really being accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. So I, like I, I like the up. info, generally speaking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, and we need that. We need those episodes. It just sometimes those aren't the most exciting ones. For sure. Yeah. So hopefully that means the next five are going to start to pay off some of the stuff we've learned. Uh, and we'll see how it goes. All right, Dan, I think that's going to do it for us here. Unless you've got anything else about Dragon Ball Z to say now. I have a Vegeta kit of him sleeping in a capsule. And I'm going to put together a model kit of Vegeta in a capsule. Wow. I've never put any model kits together and now i've got a dragon ball z model kit i received in the mail one pink t-shirt word bad man on the back on the back okay is it button up on the front it is button up on the front okay i look forward to seeing official that. gear uh, i don't think that video is run on the site just yet maybe it'll be up by the time this podcast goes out is that a mailbag that is a mailbag excellent got some other stuff in that mailbag that was extremely disappointing really (laughs) extremely disappointing i look look forward to watching that all right well we'll be back next week with more dragon ball z kai uh come on back and check it out see ya bye